Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm pretty good. Pretty right? good. Good. Feeling good. uh, feeling a bit of that week nine, but uh, we'll get to that eventually. Absolutely. You guys have your weekend? Yeah, I was uh, busy dog sitting all weekend. That's so right. My house was a zoo. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, I was pretty much, I was just chilling most of the time. Uh, went to Arkansas for a little work trip, so I was pretty beat after that, so went to a Greek restaurant and called that a weekend pretty much. Nice. <laughs> uh, we had uh, Tanner's surprise birthday party. Hey. Shout out to our biggest fan. Shout uh, <laughs> Tanner. Uh, yeah, and it was a big surprise for him because it was three weeks after <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> That's not so how you get you. not expecting it at all. That's really how you get surprised. <laughs> was he let down that he had no party for his actual birthday? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It'd be savage. But yeah, happy birthday, Tanner. Happy no, birthday, we're birthday brother. We're only like three weeks or four weeks late. You support us. Like, literally, <laughs> if your dollars were lost, we'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you. Um, I was able to pay the water this month. So, appreciate it. All you do. <laughs> But yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, it was a pretty crazy week Dude. Uh, leading up to the games this week. I mean, this the amount of news that dropped from Sunday to Thursday was insanity. <laughs> this is why we have a NFL news section for weeks <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny just getting those notifications, and like you'd be like doing something, maybe you're working or whatever, and then all of a sudden a notification would drop, and for the next 20 minutes you're just like... What the fuck is going on? And then, and then after that, you get back, and then and then another one drops like another two hours later. You're like, what is going on? You know? Wow. Uh, Henry Ruggs, we'll start with. The yeah. most depressing one out of all of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, sucks for him. Yeah. Big yeah, time. I mean, like, I, be you can't be driving that driving fast, and you can't be driving drunk. And um, drunk. But you, you, your, your life is like over. Right, he, he killed. He's a probably gonna go to jail for several years. Girl and her dog. Yeah, 157 in 45. Jeez, and blew two times over the legal limit. Yeah, and, it's, and this guy was a first round pick, the first wide receiver drafted. Yeah. in the draft last year. Yeah, finally gets you know everyone's doubting him. He's finally doing something, and then he just pulls the. I mean, he, I mean. You just gotta feel for everybody of all the families and, oh, yeah. and everybody. I mean, it's just insane and just the most random thing. I mean, I saw someone tweet about this and it was it wasn't confirmed yet. So we're like, these are rumors. Be careful, you know. And uh, I was like, that's irresponsible journalism. Like, you shouldn't be tweeting this because it's such a big deal. But it turned out they were right. Yeah, like that's something that you don't mess around with. Um, you know, throwing out that someone killed someone in a car accident. So that's yeah, just unbelievable. Yep, tragic. It's a tragedy. It is. It really is. So, yeah. That's, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the, I mean, like, fan bases and the NFL and, and the people in charge, like, they forgive a lot of crimes. This, you can't. But this is unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's like, that guy's probably never coming back into the league because he's going to be in prison for years. Yeah, years. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, most likely. This yeah. is, like, the biggest prison sentence we've seen Outside of, like, straight-up murder, like... Yeah, like, like Plaxico Burris and the shooting, <laughs> shooting his foot and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, this is obviously much worse than that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, this is, like, Mike Vick sort of stuff here, like... In terms of publicity... Yeah. I, you know, Mike Vick was dead, dead was 
morally much worse. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they're both pretty terrible. They <laughs> <laughs> both deserve to go to jail. They do, yeah. They're both gonna do some jail time. I don't know if that NFL career is done. Just a, yeah. a sad story all around. It is a sad story. Insane. So I guess, what do you guys, I mean, obviously we saw the game on Sunday, but what do you guys think in general? How does this, I mean, affect the Raiders? Obviously they had a tough time on, on they Sunday. They lost their coach three yeah. weeks ago, too. Uh, <laughs> because of this, not similar kind of stuff, because of a controversy. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't know. That's that's, that's pretty wild. Uh, but I think, I, I, I don't know. I, like, listening to Derek, talk, or Derek Carr talk, um, seems like a really just good dude. Yeah, he good is leader. a good dude. Just good leader. I don't know. I think they could be okay. So it's like, how I many mean, blows can you the, take in a season? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be... Uh, they might sneak into the playoffs. But like, they're leading the division. Yeah. yeah. So I think, actually, I think as of the loss on Sunday, they fell last place in their division. Oh, yeah, the two teams are 5-3 and three and 5-4. They're five all and super four. tight, yeah. Oh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, Every yeah. team in that division tight is... Division. Uh, they're all... Positive record really well, especially yeah. after this last they're, week. I guess they're all over five hundred. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I think you saw Darren Waller at least get back to more of his form, like get a little more targets his way. Brian Edwards totally squandered his opportunity. I think he went zero and four. I don't know how. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how he played. But they got Sean Jackson, baby. They got Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Um, and now they just want the career revitalization. Yeah, he he might actually he do might be like, something. He might be all right. You know, he, he might, might be. Okay be Relevant in some matchups. That's why you drafted him in best ball. He gets yeah. one good game yeah. with the Rams, and he gets one good game with the Raiders. Yeah. That's it. He, he gets like two long touchdowns and blows up in a fireball at the end. It's the perfect last round pick. pick. <laughs> you know you're going to get two scores out of him. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and then he gets he turns his hammy and you say, good job, you won me the week. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I don't know. I think they'll be, I think they'll be solid. Yeah. Sure. Um, another quarterback in the news. Probably our least favorite quarterback in the NFL, and this probably only makes it worse. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, is not not suspended, just sitting out one game for COVID. I mean, at least one game. At least one game, because he tested positive, and he's not very late into the week. Yeah, and he's yeah he's not vaccinated, so he's got to miss a minimum of. I think he's out two weeks. You have to miss a minimum was, of ten days. It was ten days. He can technically be. Uh, you know, taken off on the Saturday, the Saturday, Saturday, before. Saturday night or something. Yeah, that's, that's right because he's like in Green Bay. He doesn't need to fly. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, so he can technically do that. Did you get? Did you guys see uh, that Pat McAfee interview at all? Yeah, I mean that's that's, 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 that's the. I think that's the biggest. That's I think the that's the biggest here. story. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if that's where the story ended, like, yeah, that would okay, be the, yeah. person had COVID, like, they're out. All right, but no. Man. Dude, <laughs> this dude. He just gaslights himself. <laughs> just tears apart his own character and people's trust in him. Right. Just shows himself as like this crazy nut job, like his fiance wife. She's kind of a crazy out there actress who does weird things. They just, they've got like that flat earther mentality to him. Yeah. And he even says, I'm not a flat earther. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an anti-vax. But like, he he's he is anti vax yeah <laughs> because he he's not vaccinated right. and he doesn't think that's the right thing to do even though like it clearly is it's it's massive ignorance and and selfishness 
um, to think otherwise. So yeah, so it's super it, so I, self-absorbed. Right now, and, and I'm gonna defend him. <laughs> the slightest amount, which I did not Whoa. expect to ever have to do in my life. No, the I I, I just I admittedly didn't see the full. I did hear the full five minute interview, but I didn't like probably actively listen. Um, but I would say he does believe in the vaccinations, but either wants it as his front or his cover for not, but I, I don't know. Either way, it seemed like he was for vaccinations, but they didn't work for him. Yeah. In the way that he, like his body, because he thought he was allergic to things in both the mRNA one. He was. That's what he, he was said. A, that's allergic. what he said. That's, that's, that's what we're that's saying. Not, he I wasn't actually lying. allergic. I doubt he's, it's not he's, possible to be allergic. No, to I've heard that it actually is. But it, it, it can isn't. have allergies to yeah. pretty much anything. So, so I'm not going to straight up just like 100% accuse him of that yeah, lie. Yeah. But, I, I mean, if that's true, more reassurance for me why I hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I already do more because of this interview because he sounds like an idiot. But, yeah. Oh, I gotta say, I mean, regardless, beyond the story, like, it's just so cool that Pat McAfee kind of does, like, provide this platform where where athletes feel, like, comfortable enough to actually, like, kind of say their, say their piece yeah, and yeah. say their true feelings, where it's, like, instead of, you know, being on guard of the media, so I, at least, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's ever been an era where you could have, like, an open format where... I mean, Aaron Rodgers just, like, spouted off about this. I just think that's cool in general that that exists. But, but yeah, I didn't even talk about the Joe Rogan part, though. <laughs> that's, now they're homies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I love other homies now. <laughs> He's like my friend Joe Rogan. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to consult with my close friend Joe Rogan before I figured <laughs> out if I should... Make my medical decisions. Yeah, make my medical decisions. He's just, yeah, it's like, what? No. Like, Joe Rogan has come out as this, like, kook as well. Yeah. Like, just like this... Dude who's using his platform in an extremely negative way. Right. But just wild. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I don't like so him. I don't like him either. Yeah. I hope I never have to see him on a field again. Yeah, and they, they lost and uh, they deserve it. Yeah. So. Great. He'll yep. be back though. And then one and other the lying too. <laughs> <laughs> just everything. One other final headline leading into the week that was a big one was uh that Odell Beckham was gonna get released by the Browns. <laughs> Dude, How was this all the same week? So random. <laughs> like, it's not because, like, his dad tweeted and, like, he's got this whole, like, controversy. But, like, at the same time, he's a serviceable player. Yeah. Like, he's... He's talented. He, he may not get wavered because it does come with, a big, come with a big salary, but he's going to get picked up, and he's probably going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah. I mean, I think he can... I wonder, it's going to be interesting to see if it's like a, you know, he actually gets on a team and becomes a starting wide receiver too, or if it's kind of like a Josh Gordon situation where it's like they sign him and they're an extra, he's an extra receiver that, you know, just, just like plays certain roles and maybe gets a few snaps. But, I mean, I think he's good enough where he can be on the field, be a number two wide receiver for a team. So, we'll see. But I just, yeah, that, that was just crazy. I mean, I get Odell being frustrated, but after all this time of being like, you know him being not right, and then also the the offense not using him well. But it's just crazy to uh, see the fall and how he really hasn't been like a consistent top end fantasy guy since what like twenty eighteen. Well, not since the Giants, yeah, for sure. I mean, he has done nothing in Pitt or Cleveland for how many like three years? Yeah, it's like 
That's a big fall off. For real. I mean, he did tear his ACL last year, right? Or one of those years? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. out for the majority of it, but still, yeah. that counts against your contract. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's just crazy to see that, because he was literally... I mean, he was going down as a top 10 wide receiver, maybe ever. He was on the path. Point. And, and then, what is it? He was still his prime, like 26, right? I mean, he had the greatest catch in NFL history. That's insane. Never forget, but... He'd, uh, he'd do well with a quarterback like Tom Brady. Can you imagine? He's a receiver four. Yeah. I could totally see it happen. He takes the Scotty Miller role. Yeah. <laughs> but those are like ten snaps a game. Yeah. He's just super focused. Yeah. Dominant. He's like incredible. Yeah, he only has to do ten plays. Yeah, that's all he needs. He gets four catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. I think that's what the Bucks need yeah, to, to really need. get over the hump. And then the Chiefs drop, uh, they drop Josh Gordon. They pick up Josh Gordon, too. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other stuff coming out of the week. There was some crazy stories, injuries wise, like going like right before the games. Oh yeah, there were some really late calls on big names. Like Kyler, I thought was going to play. Yeah. DeAndre wasn't. It sounded like right. all week. But then Kyler sits. Mm-hmm. James Robinson was the same way. Yeah, he, he was like 50, hit or miss. 50, yep. He made it in. Tua no, no, was he, out. Didn't, he didn't make it in. He no, was, he didn't. That's right. He was ruled out. Tua didn't make it in. Yeah, he was a late scratch because no, of like a broken scratch. finger, but he was still active for the game. Yes. So like he, he was the emergency. Oh, he, could, he could have played. He was the emergency quarterback. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Christian McCaffrey on the other side. Great point. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't, he was a late call. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting know. to play. Right. But then when he's active, it's like you have to start Christian you McCaffrey. Right. Like, and even he if delivered. He, even he, if he even plays like, 30% yeah. of the snaps. Yeah. Yeah, no, and he, he was a fantasy-relevant running back. Right. George Kittle. He Another late back. call. I was not expecting George Kittle to like have a big fantasy right. day. He was on limited snap count, and he blows up, has a big day. He took out. Yeah, he it has to feel good for some Kittle managers because before that it was pretty rough. Even before he got hurt, and it seemed like they were they were focusing all on Debo. Kittle was having a lot of bust games, and then it feels good to see him get what I think close to 100 yards and be the leading receiver. Of, of the day, so, I mean, we could be seeing Kittle season, who knows? Say you own Kittle, um, do you immediately view him as the third best tight end in the league after this one game back? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, he, skill-wise, he always is, it just, the 49ers have just seemed out of rhythm, but it seems like they're at least catching a rhythm where they're key, like the running back, the lead wide receiver, and the tight end all could be sustained and be good and solid. The like, offense is playing okay. It's been yeah. getting better. So, yeah, not great, but okay. So if yeah. you're a Kittle owner, would you rather have Darren Waller, George Kittle, or Mark Andrews? Ooh. Uh, I think I would still want Mark Andrews. I agree. Um, okay, so he's yeah, not so the he's third best. number four, yeah. Yeah, I, didn't even think but I would maybe Andrews. take Kittle over Darren Waller. I mean, Darren, the tough part about Darren Waller is they just lost their number one, you know, their first round wide receiver, so that could be going to him. And he also just gets a, sh- a ton of volume. But when Kittle's at his best, I mean, I think that he he can take it to the house. I mean, he's just so athletic, so he can make those like have those. Mu- I think he has a higher ceiling per on a per game basis than than uh, Waller does. But Waller has, I mean, he's set for fifteen points almost every week. So like, he's just so are safe. You, are you shopping Kittle for one of those top guys, or are you holding Kittle the rest of the, the year? If I was offered. Andrews, I'd probably take Andrews. Like I'd make the swap, but I probably wouldn't for the other two. For Kelsey or Waller. Okay. You'd you'd rather have who? Kelsey and Waller. 
and oh, then yeah. Andrews. Andrews and then Kittle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think for me it would be, I mean, obviously Kelsey. For me, it might. Mm, well, no, Andrews. The floor is pretty playing bad. so weird, but yeah, it's definitely Kelsey. Yeah, the floor so. for Andrews is pretty tough. So maybe, yeah, I probably would do Kelsey Waller and then uh, and then Andrews. You're right, and, and then Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where I'd be at too. Um, the the one added risk with Kittle though is you don't know. I doubt it, but I don't think we see it this year. But you could have a late Trey Lance emergence, and to me, that kind of ruins a lot of weapons on that team. To be honest, agreed. Like, but um, I think that they're playing well enough where I don't think they're going to make that switch. I think they want to make the playoffs and they want to be at their best. But, um, you know, that's just a little un- hidden little, uh, I guess, plant that could, could ruin you in the future. But I feel overall okay. Jimmy's playing okay. Sorry. Um, I feel the exact same way, same rankings and everything. Uh, throw Kyle Pitts in the mix. Where does he rank? Above or below Kittle? Below Kittle. I think below Kittle. And then, I i mean, my next up might even be Dallas Goddard. Oh, Ooh. wow. I um, still be Pitts. Yeah. No, yeah. I meant after Pitts. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> uh, Goddard might be mine, mine right after Pitts. Ahead of a Gesicki or even a TJ Hawkinson. Or he, he had a letdown of a week this week, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and that's going to happen, but... The, the target share is just unreal. And I, I get it, it is tough with Jalen Hurts. I mean, you don't know if he's going to – the quality of play in passes isn't as good. But, man, I mean, he's just – he's putting up good points with just yardage. If he starts getting some touchdowns his way, he's going to be, like, kid of light almost. I, I think that once you get p- past the top five tight ends, they're all ups and downs. I agree. So, yeah, for sure. It's um, Daisy. Sagawa, who had some good performances week nine, though. Sure. Um, weird week. Yeah. Lots of waiver guys yeah. were the top scorers. Yeah, it was it was really low scoring week. Um, and then the ones that did like have those really big blow up games probably weren't in your lineup. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, nobody scored really well. But um, I think the most surprising position was definitely receivers. Oh, okay. Um, Elijah Moore is your top scorer. Wow, I didn't even know that. Devonta yeah. Smith is number two. Olamide Zacharias is number three. Zacchaeus. Malik Turner, four. Tim Patrick, five. <laughs> Those are your top five receivers. That's wild. We only had two other ones, like, even surpassed 16. So, like, none of your studs even had, like, great weeks. They had mm-hmm. some good weeks out there, but... Yeah, dude, wild week for wide receivers. And then you have the likely... Number one overall score for the week, James Conner. Yeah, oh, <laughs> goodness. And, so and, and, and that was another situation where he was probably being benched this week. For sure, because yeah, you can't like trust the, him. The matchup with a backup quarterback right. in, and he's, you know, Chase Edmonds was healthy going into the game, right. got injured on his first play, mm-hmm. which really opened the door for James Conner to just have a all the load in one game. Yeah, I don't see that carrying on the rest of the year. I mean, I know that Chase Edmonds, um, Chase Edmonds is out for four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain, um, but they, they share the ball in Arizona so much where I don't think they take that bell cow approach. Um, I don't think they need to. I think you need the reassurance that he's going to probably get a touchdown. Yeah. Because I think that you are assuming he's going to get enough for you the rest of the week to make it like worth being around that like 11 to 15 range, and I think you'll take that. You think James Conner is in the 11 to 15 range the rest of the year? Uh, I think in points per game. 
Sure. He yeah. actually oh. might already be there for the season. He's been. I know, but now you have the reassurance that they're going to keep him. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. I'm sure. saying I think you can just I, catapults him. I'm saying it's not even unrealistic because he might already be there because he's been getting so many touchdowns. I think he's 11 total touchdowns 12, for the season. 10, 10 rushing. And he, it's, this is a week nine. Yeah. <laughs> and he's in a part-time role. He's on pace to break LaDainian Tomlinson's record. <laughs> of touchdowns in a season? 28. There's no way. Doesn't, didn't L- LT have... Uh, 32, probably, 33? It's probably including that extra game, too, is my guess. Well, it might be just rushing touchdowns, sorry. Oh, rushing. Which is like 23 then, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not total touchdowns. I don't know. Yeah, he's at 10 touchdowns through 9 games. Yeah, but I think he's got two receiving as well. Um, I see one right one here. One receiving, yep. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. That, it's still an historic pace. Yeah, yeah, I saw a tweet like that. It might have been sometime during the game. I don't know what it was, but either way. Insane, and I mean... Yeah, I mean that's you do have to feel good, you know, probably having Kyler back next week and then having at least two or three weeks of James Conner getting like seventy percent of the snaps on one of the best offenses in the league. I mean, James Conner just secretly became a all of a sudden out of nowhere now he's just like a top ten running back for, for sure. a few weeks, which for is sure. pretty crazy. Yeah, it's potentially four to six weeks. The high ankle sprain. So like that guy can win the fantasy championship. <laughs> the, uh, the fantasy owner for James Conner in our league um, smartly owns Chase Edmonds, and so he gets that handcuff to explode. Mm. They both had flex appeal, yeah. but yeah. since he owned both of them, now he gets this RB1 appeal. That's great. Wow. I, w- I, would, I would pump the brakes a little bit. I'm not fully on the James Conner train like mm. you two seem to be. Um, I think he's... Most likely going to be very good and put on the borderline of fantasy one, but I'm not ready to crown him yet. I think I need to see crown your assets, crown. I need to see one more one more real deal performance where they game plan for a week like that. Yeah, Connor's the sure. king, man. Forty points a game, rest of season, book it. He's the next. He's the new Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, n- next for me, um, Cordero Patterson. Also delivered a really good week. We'll talk about him in a second. With Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara. Those are your other like good guys. But Cordaro Patterson. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's the real deal. <laughs> he hasn't like, he had a bad game yet. No. This is the most consistent fantasy football player out there. Like, 12 to 15 points every single week. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is wild. I can't think of a situation ever like this where, like... And he just came out of nowhere, and we're this steady and this good. I guess James Robinson yeah. last year yeah. kind of came out of nowhere and was this good all year. Yeah. That's Cordero. Like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would want Cordero in every single league. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I just remember at the time it was just kind of like, ah, okay, this is a real thing. Like, there's no way this is the real deal. And no one even, coming into the season, everyone's like, you know, who are they talking? I mean, Wayne, Mike Davis. Wayne Gallman, they were worried about Wayne Gallman. They were yeah. Mike Davis. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were... You know, someone thought someone was going to take over for Mike Davis or at least share snaps, but no one thought. People Cordero. were talking Quadri Allison before yeah, they were talking about, right. yeah, about right. Cordero, and it's just crazy because you see he'll have nine carries for like 10 yards, and you're like, oh, he probably had a bad game. And then you look at the receiving column, and he's got like six receptions for 120 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this guy's also a wide receiver. It's he just, literally plays both. It's yeah. insane. I mean, I'm happy for the guy. Rick Spielman did get it right. It took yeah, both. he's got a great smile. <laughs> yeah, dude, one player. Yeah, great guy. I don't know about as a person, but. <laughs> When <laughs> you're an ecstatic guy to watch for like preseason or Absolutely. something, like, that dude's so funny. I saw a quote that said, uh, "My mama 
took care of us and had three jobs, so I can do three jobs in the field. So if that's any indicator, you know, that's just like a that, that it's a feel good quote. So you know, very close comparison for sure. For sure. Um, any other guys light it up? Uh, we we saw Kittle, Kelsey, and Waller. Dude, uh, top three all, tight ends all play in the yeah. same week, and they were all they all delivered. Delivered. Um, Good to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Josh Johnson was a surprising one. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you would not have expected him to be a top scoring fantasy Dude, quarterback. Can you imagine if it was Mike White again, and he, and he went off for like three hundred and four touchdowns or something? <laughs> if, he could have second week in a row. Right. If he didn't um, get injured. I, yeah. No. I gotta throw it. I heard a stat. Uh, Mike White in the the games that he's played, which is like one in a in what like a quarter, he has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson has had in the entire year. Zach Wilson has four, Mike White has five. Yeah, wow. isn't that insane? <laughs> I just I couldn't believe that. That's so I didn't hear that, but it's it's rookie pains, babe, baby. On the flip side. Dude, everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like opposite of running backs. This is like exactly receivers. This is every single like good receiver. Okay. Um, <laughs> hit me. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, Kadarius Tony. I think that that, that that runs over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's in that tier. No. But yeah, I mean. These are like locked and loaded. You play Top them every week, guys, and you got let down by a lot of them this week. AJ Brown even have a great game. Yeah, even um, Debo is you know Debo under yeah expectation. Yeah, Debo had like eight points. He was going this uh, week hurt. He was yeah. a game time decision. Yeah, they said like that morning. He's like, yeah, he'll play. Mm-hmm. So like, I wasn't shocked to see him have a small game. Right. Yeah. Um, but good for Kittle and Ayuk. Yeah, they're probably Ayuk. relevant again. With, yeah, as yeah, Jimmy G's the quarterback. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought a lot of shares of you. You said his name, Kadarius Tony, right? And uh, I mean, he had that one monster game. Uh, he comes back and starts the first quarter electric and gets hurt, and then you know he plays hobbled the next week. It sounds like he's back to full health this week, and he lets you down, right? Um, how does Jason Garrett keep getting jobs? <laughs> Ah, uh, dude, there's way too many coaches in the NFL that I say that to. <laughs> They're all like, part of the industry. Mike McCartney, like, what is he doing in Dallas? Why, why, why are these coaches just set out to ruin good players? I, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. One thing about uh, Kadarius that I, um, that kind of gave me a little bit of, uh, I guess, a wake up call or kind of like an explanation is that I think that big blow up game was Mike Glennon at a quarterback. Oh, was and it I'm enough? wondering if Daniel Jones just Isn't doesn't it? have enough of a consistent passing game to actually unlock Kadarius right now, and it's going to take someone like even I mean even like Colt McCoy could probably unlock Kadarius because he can get the ball to him, you know, short and easy. But right. I don't know with Daniel Jones if you'll ever see that actual potential. It's, it'll be interesting to see, but mm-hmm. he just uh, that's also me starting Daniel Jones and being. Burned by him once again. It's classic. So. Dude, it happens to everybody at least once a year. Why we try the perfect time to get let down by Daniel? Jones. Absolutely. He puts up a nearly thirty-point game one week, and then after that, you just chase four. him for the four. rest of the year. It's like four, and then it's like yeah, eights and fours. Oh my god, it's always four. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, quarterbacks didn't play that well either. Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones. The big, biggest surprise of the week had to be Josh Allen. And Patty Mahomes. Dude, Patty Mahomes, yeah. Dude, like all these top quarterbacks. I'm not worried about Josh Allen. 
I'm kind of worried about Patty Mahomes. He's had a couple goose eggs. He's had a couple in a row. That Mm -hmm. offense just, like, isn't very good right now. It's so weird to see. And then you see, uh, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars (laughs) did that to Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I've been hearing some stuff about this cover two shell defense that's really big right now, take completely taking away the deep pass. It's okay. like, and they're saying that it. I don't know if it's something that's been figured out recently, but they're taking away the deep pass. These defenses started doing this against like the Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes types, and we could be seeing an effect from that. I'm not sure, but there's been uh, kind of stuff circulating about that a little bit. I feel like Randy Moss gave the coordinators the blueprints <laughs> on how to stop these offenses. He would take the ball deep and take the top off the defense. <laughs> and, you know, the, ball the, the defensive coordinators <laughs> have finally learned, oh, you can't let the top get taken off the defense or it's going to be Randy Moss time. You know, that's what the, the Chiefs and the Bills have been doing, Randy dude, Moss time. I think we need to play that song. I, I do. I'll, I'll do my best to pull it up. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if there's licensing issues at all with that. Um, I also don't out. know if we can get the audio through the computer <laughs> to play it through the microphone. Oh, we I gotta be careful. All right. The feds have been all over this podcast. Yeah. I'm very nervous. Um. Are, are you guys ready? I mean, we don't, it was that quick? Yeah. It's, Let's do it. All right. Great song. This many good quotables to put in Randy Moss as a baller. I hope that he like secretly released that. Like, <laughs> that was DJ Steve Porter who would like do these remixes on ESPN Sports Center. That's like, right. That's right. See, this That's is the my... kind of this kind of stuff that Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad could have been, you know, cutting. <laughs> and and he would have imagined like... if he just released that video. Of Odell, <laughs> like, and then he asked for a release. <laughs> 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 Wild. That's a sign. He's going back to New York. <laughs> Just raise this value. Pull yeah. your 13 jerseys out. Back home. He swings it for real. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a lot more productive than what he did. I feel like that would have gained him a bigger contract. I don't know. Uh, best be news. Uh, that was only half the video. That's right. There's still more. You can listen to it on your own time. Braden, first time going through. What do you think? I... I'm flabbergasted. I don't even know how to quantify. I mean, I feel like some adrenaline right now. I'm, I can't really say how I'm feeling, but I'm pretty pumped up. Right I feel now. like every high school boy in 2010 who saw that, like... Loved that. Loved that shit. Like, in Minnesota. It was fire. If you're from Minnesota. You're from Minnesota. That song that was, shit was fire. fire. It was bumping in the clubs. Yeah, like... we. We, like, ran out to basketball <laughs> games to that song. Either that or X come give it to you. <laughs> That's it. It was the only two options. <laughs> uh, well, speaking yeah. of 84 jerseys out, 
Should we talk about the uh, the Minnesota Vikings? Do we have to? Are <laughs> we trading for Cordero? We're not trading for Cordero. We Steal do have to talk about like the Vikings. Five first round picks. Five first round picks. <laughs> 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 Jesus. <It's like> a- <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. That's my dude. That's my boy. Gotta go get him. They unlocked him. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, uh, life would be probably be better if we had him. Yeah. yeah. Would we uh, use him correctly though? I don't no, know. No, no. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much talent we have. We're, we're not. Gonna... is not that uh, wild. He's not there. the dude. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, gosh, this one. It was just another one of those classic like. After a tough loss, we come out hot and we're feeling good all of a sudden. But the difference between other years where I feel like we actually would make get that win is that this year we are so feels dysfunctional right now on offense that it just schematically or whatever it is, I'm not sure. It's a mix of a lot of things. It's a little bit of Kirk, a little bit of Zimmer, a little bit of, a lot of Kubiak. Um, but we just fumbled it away again in just spectacular fashion right at the end. And just because we're... I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but it just seems to me like, what, like once again, once we got that early lead, we just went into our shell and went super conservative and didn't capitalize whatsoever. But I don't know what your guys' takes were. I saw a stat today that I think just describes it perfectly. Oh. Um, we have three games this year where we have a uh, plus two turnover differential and didn't turn over the ball and lost. And that's the how many times we've done it this season is three, and that's the most times any team has done it since 1986 in a single season. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we've done it three times in our first eight games. Yeah. So everything is set up, all the peripherals are there for you to win the game, but you don't. You don't take advantage do of the opportunity. Yeah, you, you just, just can't. You're not. You're just not executing when you need to. Yeah. Oh, that's how our season's gone. Absolutely, like. We can lead drives, and we start off hot two, three weeks in a row now, scoring on the opening drive. Mm-hmm. We score on the opening drive, mm-hmm. and then offense just falls flat. Shuts down. Like, completely. I mean, we had one game this year where we converted more than 50% of our third downs. I mean, we might have had more, but the only game I remember was the Cardinals game where we actually converted on third downs and kept drives alive. Yeah. We don't do that. We get like a one to four first downs for the whole game, yeah, and we just punt every freaking drive after a three and out. Right, and then like when they need it, they go and get it. Yeah, like the when offense they, when they need it, yeah. they get it for you. But it's like, oh, we have to have a touchdown on this drive, or it's over. Sure, we'll go get one. <laughs> no problem. We got you. Oh, that's all you wanted? That's all you wanted. Every week. Yeah. So it leads you into the next week thinking like, okay, this offense can play. Rough game. Yeah. No, same thing. Same exact stuff. Every week. I don't get it. I, I do got to say one play that did make me kind of excited, but I was like, they would not do this unless they didn't feel like if they lost this game, their ass is on the line. But that fourth down on, on the goal Puddle. line... When they actually went for it on fourth down, and it didn't even it didn't work. I don't think. I don't think we actually got the touchdown. But the fact that they didn't just like give up the field goal when we were up seven to nothing, they they didn't just sit and take the field goal on fourth fourth and goal. They actually went for it, and then it ended up being a turnover run down. Oh, I thought it was a, there wasn't there a pass interference, and then we got it again. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. We got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We went up fourteen nothing, and yeah. they had two straight touchdowns on our first two drives. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So then you were like, we're back. Yeah, we're back. 14-3, which, yeah, was great. 
Um, and then you have the kick return. Yeah, to start up the second half. And then that was all a 14-point lead again. All right the momentum. Immediately. Yep. immediately back to a 14-point lead to start, and then... Defense lets up a score. Offense shuts down. Did we score? score again offense yeah, shut the down. The last time of the game to tie it up to go yeah, to overtime. That's it. We forced the game <laughs> yeah. to overtime yeah. again. Oh my god! <laughs> because we had to. And then Zim doesn't want to go for two. You gotta go for two. Just go for two. I everyone's yelling at their TVs. Go for two. Otherwise, <laughs> we have, lose the game no matter what. You haven't moved the ball at all. Go right. for two. Lamar Jackson gets out of the pocket and runs for a first down every play. Like, right. Or they could just hand it off and get eight up the middle and every play. And they have Justin play. Tucker. They have Justin Tucker. Yeah, so if they, if they hit a first down like over the 50, the game's over. But you got to just gotta try, try to win. you got to try to win. Because if it goes to overtime... You can't and, lose this game and like, still go anywhere this season. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, there was one more fun stat leading into the game that the Vikings have played the Ravens six times in the last 25 years, you know, whatever, and we've won three and gone to the NFC Championship game those three seasons. Oh, man. We've lost three, and we we uh, missed the postseason in those three seasons. Well, that sounds about so, how the season's going to go. Yeah. I, feel, I think we already sealed our fate. Yeah. We lose to them four times. That's a really great stat. Yeah, we're out of the playoffs. Now we know. So anytime yeah. we play Baltimore, if we just win, we can get fine. to the NFC Championship oh game. Oh my gosh, right? But it was just crazy though, because it was so sad. Because I honestly felt like our defense overall played really well. Obviously, we had major moments, but you could just tell. I mean, they were just so major. Uh, <laughs> major moments. Um, no, they they were so gassed. I mean, the time of possession that the Ravens had over us, and I mean, Lamar Jackson himself had 21 carries, and they still had, you know, Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell also had pretty decent days, so like, you know they were running, they were just prolonging drives, there didn't really, it didn't seem like there was any big take the top off the defense, Randy Moss style plays, but they just were just wearing us down, and then our offense, I mean... That three and out. That's all we had was uh, take the top off the defense. That's it. It was Justin Jefferson and Dalvin's yeah. like sixty yard yeah. run. After the interception, for us to go three and out like that was just Both times. soul crushing. Yeah. Just soul crushing. We had momentum changing interceptions to like really put us in a position to win, and both times three and out. Yeah, um, dude. I, uh, Cam, Cam, Bynum. Bynum? Oh yeah, yeah. Cameron Cam Bynum. Bynum. Huge game. Yeah, his interception was so sick. I know. That should have ended it. Yeah. He should have won us that game. It yeah. was so heads up. And then, I mean, Anthony, Anthony Barr should have won us Oh, my God. Overtime. Anthony Barr's was nuts. It was in overtime. Yes. That was an unbelievable interception. Yeah, it was so sick. So close. Second best catch of the game. You need one first down, and you're no, two first downs, and you're and at least kicking a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only better catch of the day was from our boy, CJ Ham. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Three yard bomb. I didn't see I it until a, a replay today. Just this chunky little guy just zooming down the field, past the linebacker, just makes a diving catch. <laughs> I, I was cracking Incredible. up so hard about that because, you know, obviously we were just big CJ Ham guys. Yeah, we're, we're huge CJ Ham guys. We've seen it. We've been talking about him on the pod. He's been juking guys in the open field. The Luke Native, man. Luke Native. I don't want turkey this month. I want ham. Luke Native, but he, um, he. You know, we were given a lot of crap for the fullback screen. And then, ironically, C.J. Ham is the guy who bails us out in the biggest third-down situation. Yeah. Makes us jump and catch. And I was like, you go, C.J. Bro. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't believe we've talked this long without saying Fire Zimmer. <laughs> fire Kubiak. I think I said it when I, we just we kind of said Kubiak's not the one. Kubiak needs to be fired right 100% now. 100% Clint Kubiak. Um, Zimmer should. Zimmer should be fired. He should have been fired Zim. last game. My favorite coach. But, but if any coach is going to go this week, it should be Kubiak. Yeah, sure. And I'm of the the reason I don't bring it up is because I'm of the view that this ownership, unless I mean, unless we lost every game for the rest of the season, like I don't they're see too them. Loyal to him. They're, they they won't fire him mid season. They 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 will still try to even just get a shot at making it in the playoffs. Like they'll still ride out because they know it's the best chance to do that, and then they'll do it at the end of the season if it doesn't work out. Is, is he 100 percent gone? No. Gotta, I mean, there's got to be a turn. I think they yeah, give him this full season. unless we make the playoffs. Oh, I think yeah. they give him the full the playoffs. Season. He'll be back. I can almost guarantee it. But man, it's just really rough when you see that these last two games in this tough stretch. We have, we could have won both in this tough stretch. Can you imagine if we won all of these close these two games, games so far? Yep. Even even yeah, even just go two and zero. Don't even forget about the beginning of the season. If yeah, we went two and zero these two games, two games, we would be we would be Exciting. freaking out right yeah. now. We'd be so excited. I mean. Yeah. Just uh, you should have won both. All these squander opportunities. <laughs> you really should have. There'd be no reason why you can win either of those games. Yeah, it's it's tough to watch. I mean, I just feel like yeah, I, I do agree that you almost have to fire Clint Kubiak right now. But I, again, I almost wonder what the loyalty with Gary and, yeah. and not wanting to you know make his son look bad. I don't know. You know man. that kind of. Stuff. I don't want to run an organization that. like that. I don't. I don't. That's what makes you get really, like, not improve. Like, you don't yep. get the top pick that you need to get. You're still middling next year. I mean, I guess a new coach can always change things 100%. But yep. if they do that and they just barely miss the playoffs and they keep Zim because he won four of the last five, the same thing is going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen this. So, so yeah, he, he needs to be gone. I just over really hope he is. you got to take shots yeah. at your elite quarterbacks and your elite head coaches at things that like absolutely turn a franchise in the positive direction and Zimmer and Kirk at least one of them is 100% gone and I think both should be gone next year so are we rolling with more in mind or like (laughs) (laughs) what are are we thinking (laughs) let's do it (laughs) we just need one of them to be elite (laughs) right Oh my god. Dude, what if they're both elite? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I want to talk about Moore and Mond every week because yeah. I just like. Kellen it fascinates me. I'm trying to Moore. Kellen Moore. Oh, Kellen Mond and yeah, Kellen Moore. The Cowboys offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Okay. That's the squad. No. <laughs> we just poached Kellen Moore. Dude, we just need two Kellens up front and two we're Kellens. good to go. If you're led by two Kellens, you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's already it's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it, man. Let's start campaigning. This is the official. This podcast is the official campaign of the Kellen Mountain Board. We're gonna, we're gonna. Uh, we need to get a nickname for this. Is it just like I know. Is K squared? Yeah. K two. Or if it's just like a K two. <laughs> <laughs> K two. Or like Kellen and Kellen. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Man, I feel like that's like my like. That's like the name of Henry Ruggs is a defense lawyer right now. Is from that that law firm. Kellen and Kellen. Um, I'm just going to have fun watching the Vikes the rest of the year. I mean... Yeah, I don't have any expectations. Exactly. We're, we're back to, like, a, a relaxed state. You yeah. Know, where I was, like, excited but tense all the time. Now I'm a lot more relaxed. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it right after this, but um, that's how I feel in our league right now. Oh. After this loss... 
Oh wow! Um, I, I think my team is really, really good. He's going full, no. like just uh, what, what, what do we call it? Jinxing it? Yeah. He's just—he's using all of his jinx power <laughs> right now. He's harnessing. We're calling him out, so it won't work. But we're gonna harness all of his jinx and going one last effort to win the league again. And we're we're shutting it down, Garrett. He's going full Goku right now. Like I watch his head, his yeah. hair is starting to get like electric blue, and it's like growing. He's and like, stuff. He's ready. pushing this out there so I'll win. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I'm done with like um, I'm gonna like do all my research. Obviously, I want to be prepared for this. I got other leagues I got to care about, but with this one, it's on cruise. Garrett. There's an extra week in the regular season this year. There's there more is. games. But more I'm time down, to come I'm back. I'm down from two opponents by two games and another two opponents by a game. So I got four guys ahead of me, four teams ahead of me. I think it's going to be... two spots. I mean, you should feel galvanized by that. I think your team's good and you'll, you'll go on a stretch, but it's tough. I mean, we're in the... I still, got some, like bi- I got, still got some bias to deal with. I don't have like a Daryl Henderson replacement or a Robert Woods replacement, but... Well, we'll hey, see. it'll be interesting. I got Klein, Chris Carson, and some others, Let's so maybe go. we'll talk offline. <laughs> Keaton's got a bunch of injured backs, too. You can reach out to him. <laughs> uh, another just our league's kind of thing. In our Dynasty League this week, I put up a awful performance. Oh, no. I thought this was going elsewhere here. I put up 49 points. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> it was possible. It, I got a Mitch. Now we don't have defense or kickers. Okay, so that's like about 15 points that you're not getting, and you right. put up 49. 49, yeah. <laughs> My matchup, I only put up like 98, but yeah. I played Mitch, put up 49. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. There was some really low scores in this week. Yeah, it, it was, was just rough. It was, it was really I mean, weird. In his defense, his kicker got negative. Two and his defense negative one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, my defense getting me zero uh, this week just crushed me. And then his gets 18. It's just like, man, when you lose that battle by 18, you're just like, shit. How did the Colts get put up a zero against the Jets in a game where they had to have their second straight quarterback left in the first quarter, and they've had their third string out there the whole the whole game, like it just the end of Colts won by a big forty-five to thirty. It, I don't know. Maybe they might have just been like playing deep and just playing super conservative. Like, yeah, you can throw all you want. We'll just keep scoring. Yeah, and we win. don't want to get hurt anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. But there's been a lot of disappointing top. You know, people are like these are the top three defense best matchups, and they're like good defenses facing bad offenses. And for some reason, I I feel like I'm the one that's been getting all of them. But like all of just like complete busts, like the Bengals. Yeah. What was the Bengals? They played the Jets last week. And but man, it's the Jets. It's like Mike White and yeah. Josh Johnson are just here to just destroy fantasy defense. I think Garrett and I have always known Josh Johnson is elite. Elite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. all the way back to like Madden 11 games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Madden 11. Yeah. I think he was maybe the one of the lowest ranked quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. If like, you're, he's, if like you're, a, he's like a 64. If you want to build overall. up, yeah, a 64 overall. But you've got quarterback. like 94 speed. <laughs> yeah. Dominated. You got that cheap contract too. Yeah. <laughs> so you win Super Bowls, all right? <laughs> yeah, big big Josh Johnson guys. Yeah, I, like, that's right. I cannot wait for this Josh Johnson Mike White quarterback battle the rest of the year. <laughs> they go to go back and forth and having just dominant games. <laughs> right. the best yeah. offense, the best offense in the NFL. Um, uh, I guess this week in fantasy is not done yet because we still have some big players playing tonight on Monday Night Football that will really determine 
a lot of fantasy matchups. Right. Um, speaking of a game that determined fantasy matchups, uh, you had a Jesus. big one last night, Rams-Titans. Uh, you were behind all day, but as the game went on, it got projected to be like an even 100-100 to 100 type game. You had Robert Woods, Daryl Henderson, and Matt Gay. Yep. Against Higby. Against your opponent's Higby. And in the final drive of the game, the Rams drove all the way down. They got it onto the you know, three-yard line or seven-yard line, uh, third and goal. And you're down by six. And Brandon, uh, or sorry, Bobby Trees. Yeah, Robert. <laughs> Robert Woods. He catches a touchdown, but one foot lands a little bit out of bounds. Oh. They call the defensive penalty, and then the next play they hand it off, or no, a little dump pass to Sony Michelle in the flats. Who gets the? No, it was Sony. Sony. Because Garrett has Daryl, and Garrett loses by six. Ooh. If I just had one of those catches. One one of those touchdowns was over. Yeah, if you had one of those touchdowns. Daryl didn't play a single snap in the, the last drive. Robert Woods had it, but he didn't, and that's what decides the matchup. You can understand why I'm just in this like <laughs> mood that I so like I'm not gonna get upset over this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this power over my feelings anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out and I'm just gonna rake my leaves. You're <laughs> the leaves are better. Continue on with my Sunday. Yeah. Yep. They wow. uh you did. It got pretty crazy though, because it looked really bad. I remember at the early part of the noon games, and then Dak in garbage time just quickly goes down and scores two touchdowns. Yeah. And suddenly got like an actually, you know, that's what pulled fine you into the score, fantasy matchup. Right? Yep, Dak yeah, that was, just getting garbage time. Yeah, that, so was that, a, that, that was a big garbage time touchdown. Yeah, and that two point conversion as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was. Why like, you shouldn't even been in the game? Like, what do you? Yeah, <laughs> built some confidence. I don't know. Odds that Najee Harris tonight gets over or under twenty three points. Take the over. Bears D. Like, uh, like, like, what? What? Tell me how likely it is Najee scores twenty three or against, more or more against the Bears D tonight. Twenty uh, percent chance. Two out of ten times it's gonna happen. I that's, think so. You know, I was about to say that it's better than zero. Exactly twenty yeah. percent. <laughs> it's a lot better than zero. <laughs> yeah. You'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, we need that matchup, uh, Chris versus Matt in our league, 23 points from Najee. You need 47 points from, from Deontay <laughs> Johnson and the Steelers D. Ooh, I think that's probably about zero. <laughs> that ain't happening. It could happen. It's very unlikely. Very very unlikely. You, have, you have Pittsburgh's D? Yeah. At least it's Pittsburgh's D, yeah. not the Bears. So you would need like 25 and 22 from your two players, respectively. I need, I need like, what What was that year that the Patriots D just went insane? Yeah, I need nice. like a 2018 mm-hmm. Patriots. D you're gonna have you're gonna have four touchdowns tonight for the Steelers. Twenty-eight zero game. Two by the Steelers D, two by Deontay Johnson. <laughs> they just every drive sacking. They're sacking. Multiple return touchdowns. This is gonna happen. I give that a forty percent chance. Wow. <laughs> I love that confidence right there. That I will give a five. <laughs> um Garrett, you have written down here a best ball update. I checked my league. Um, and we're 17 points back from second place nice. going into tonight, and we have Justin Fields and Deontay Johnson who will outscore zero-point guys on our, our team. Let's go. Nice job. Yeah. That's, so that's I, we should be moving into second place there, getting in the, the million-dollar bracket. That's great. Good to hear. 
Um, and then we did that million dollar one. It was a five dollar entry. Oh yeah, million yeah. dollar. It was like three million dollars. Oh no, no, the million. Dollar. Yeah, 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 million dollar. Million dollars. And we are in first place in our qualifying. Let's <laughs> go. We're gonna get rich. We're gonna get rich. We're gonna win a million dollars. It, it, it proves go. the podcast works. Okay. <laughs> um, we're investing yes. all of it into the pod. Don't worry. We're dedicated. Yeah. If we win one of these these million dollar leagues, it's all going to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, I guess I know we haven't talked about everything, but if we wanted to just talk about any of like the the waiver wire guys for the upcoming week, sure. Um, I mean, we haven't done that in a little while, but I, yeah. I figured might as well talk fantasy. Um, any you know big name guys that are out this week? I see teams on by are the Bears, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Texans. So the Bengals, they've got quite a few fantasy guys. Yeah, you got some receivers, quarterback, yeah. running back. Um, there was some, there's some good waiver wire names out there. I mean, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill are yep. you know available in a decent amount of leagues. They're they've proven themselves to be fantasy assets. Um, you know, if you need a quarterback, are you targeting one of those guys? Um, I like Carson's matchup better. I don't like either one of them rest of season. Okay. Um, I like Tannehill more rest of season, just with the Derrick Henry injury. Sure. I think he's going to be forced to throw some more. I think, especially at the end zone, they'll probably throw more often. No, yeah, you were very high on Tannehill coming into yeah, the season. Yeah, I think now he's like up to his hype that like he, what he should be around. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd yeah. say like Carson. I mean, he's been actually surprising. I mean, he's been good enough where he's got a pretty high floor. You don't feel like he's gonna ruin you any weeks, but he's not gonna win you any. So he's just nice as a. He's a great streamer. Like he's a nice yeah. safe streamer. Right. Like I'm definitely regretting. Well, it was because of the two of news and the taste of news because I had both of those guys and that that ruined it. But if if I would have if those guys weren't available, I would have gone for Carson just because he was a good safe. You know, sure. He's a good safe eighteen to twenty points usually a week. Yeah, he's been he's been consistent. But, yeah, so a good filling guy, but all right. Um, would you guys spend any you know significant amount of money on uh, the potential running backs I'm going to name here? You know, like a, at least five dollar bid on any of these guys: a Sony Michelle, Devin Singletary, one of the Ravens running backs, Devonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> they they kind of share the ball there. Jordan Howard. Back to back weeks and Ramondre Stevenson is back in relevancy. Been any money on those guys? Uh, it can, it really is going to be tough, like figuring out the clarity of how some of these injuries are. I mean, obviously if Damian Harris is out because I know he heard he hurt his head during the the game. Then like Ramondre would be in a great spot. Like, I would say. I think Jordan Howard's in a solid spot. Yeah. Um, I think that offense is doing fine. I think that he's been the more successful runner it's in now. volume. Um, the last two weeks, so yeah. I think they're trying to establish a running game. They kind of know that that's their best chance to win. Yeah, I mean, um, and if you're wanting like a, you know, Sony's good if you don't have any running back depth and you just need to like have a guy that's on the end of your bench that has a chance to be more. I mean, Daryl has had nagging injuries in sure. the past. Yeah, but if you're the Daryl owner, you want Sony. Yeah, yeah, but Daryl got hurt. Yeah, yeah, but you gauge based on your league, right? Like, if you don't have much bench space and you don't have time to have like a you know backup kind of handcuff guy that can be more, then you don't. But he he could be a you know he could be one of the running backs on the best offense, one of the best offenses in the league if if right. goes down. Could be. Um, yeah, probably not single theory for me. Zach Moss got hurt though. Did he? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. 
I don't know. Singletary got seven targets. They still have Matt Breida. Yeah, I think they'll probably <laughs> bring him in the game. Yeah. They got they got to split the carry somehow. They're not giving anybody a full run <laughs> of carries. You kidding me? <laughs> right. Well, even you can't when, do that. Even early in the season when Singletary kind of got the full load, it was like his ceiling was like 13 points, it seemed like. He wasn't. Yeah. He was kind of getting the full low, but it's still pass heavy. And, but you yeah, know, I don't like him in the red zone. Yeah, they don't. Um, but you know, obviously, if Zach Moss is out, he's worth a pickup. But he's not a super high, you know, ceiling like long term option. It might be like a one, one or two week fill in tops. Sure. You guys, uh, is uh, Ayuk gonna get some overreaction bids and go for a, a thirty to fifty dollars sort of thing? Are people gonna be like mm-hmm. Ayuk's the guy to get? I don't. Think so? Yeah. Something one guy in the league might think so. Yeah, Something right. Might bid high. This happened a few times this year. Yeah, where one guy just really believes in another guy. Yeah. Um. So it, it could happen, but he should get picked up. Yeah. Just I I don't know. You don't probably don't start him next week. Mm-hmm. You almost have to see like two or three weeks. Exactly. We were talking about earlier in the year. So like how many times do you have to see in a row mm-hmm. before you you're like going to start him? But I mean you. He's he's worth more than a zero dollar bid. He should oh, be picked sure. up. I'm all, we have a thin bench on our league. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of leagues with Brandon and I have not picked up. Mm-hmm. Probably our thinner benches. He was sure. dropping a lot, but he's he's. I think he's been slowly getting it picked back up the last few weeks. But right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I think he earned. He has earned where he's going to get a little more work than he has, but that's not saying a ton. Um, you know, it didn't help that Devo was limited, and, but now Kittle's back. You got three major mouths, and last season their offense was just better than it is this year. Like they were able to support Kittle, Debo, but Debo wasn't as as good as he is right now last year than Ayuk. But mm-hmm. it just seems like Debo's taking a clear step up, and he's at best the third option. So it's I don't know. I he's he's okay. You know? Yeah. All right. But the potential is great. I mean, if he can all of a sudden, all of a sudden, become an alpha. I mean, he has the ability to do that. But Debo's just crushing it in there. Where it's it's hard. I mean, Debo can get hurt though. We know he's an injury prone guy. That's for sure. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna name off some of the the big games for the uh, this next week. Um, and then you know, if there's anything you guys want to say about one of those games, blurt it out. But Thursday night we've got Ravens at Dolphins. Um, some of the bigger games Sunday we've got Browns at Patriots. They won four in a row, guys. The, the Pats might be for real. That's <laughs> it's shocking. It's um, what Zimmer wants to be doing. Like right, having a good right, consistent yeah. like every quarterback and there's like a dominant well, young quarterback. That's what we should be doing. <laughs> mom should be in the game. It's it's like <laughs> your mom's like, oh, we've got Bill Belichick at home, and you get home, and it's like your Bill Belichick at home is just Mike Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not the name brand. <laughs> also, I just on a, as an aside, sometimes isn't it funny just to like see the names you're like Ravens Dolphins? I just imagine Ravens and Dolphins just fighting each other in the <laughs> field. I actually, never, never, I, actually, I think they never do that. <laughs> I don't really either, but I just thought of that. So I, I guess <laughs> it seems kind of fun right now. <laughs> um, it's me. We got the the Seahawks at Packers. Russ. Sounds Russell like Wilson's back. gonna be back, yep. and Rodgers will probably be back. Um, Chiefs, That'll be a good matchup. It should be a good matchup. Chiefs are at the Raiders Sunday night. Could be a better game than you think. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that division be a really good game. It's a big game for, for the grabs. division. Yep. Um, every team slightly over five hundred. 
And then uh, Monday night we got the Rams at the 49ers. Another division battle. Yeah, the Rams coming off that pretty poor offensive performance. Yep. The, but the Niners um, look bad too. Niners look bad too. Um, but that offense might get going again. Um, they they might be able to score against a not that great defense. Yeah, true. Um, the Rams, I think, have been a little inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it might just be like game flow. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that matchup a lot. I think it's weird because whenever you see the 49ers, you think of them as... Tough D. T- you know, and then, well, and then, you know, they've been so good for so many years, but this year they just seem like a little off their... Yeah, they do. A little off their funk. They're a little more average, but um, they always have that potential to be great any time. So we'll see if they bounce back. All right. Um, I mean, that's... The list. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm glad that was we were able to get back. Just the the three of us, you know. Yeah, um, we had uh, we had Adam on last week. Uh, it was a great time. Great time. Um, I mean, we've been looking for more guests. We have. We, we've got some listeners shouting us out, and um, I I wouldn't be surprised to see some other new names coming up. There there will be for sure. Mm-hmm. So you got that to look forward to. Including Mama. It might be you who's Don't. listening out there, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's booked out for a couple months, but yeah. I'll make sure to get her on the schedule. She's been recruiting hard. Let's make it happen. Uh, later, dudes. Later. Nailed it.